and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. Every day we stand in an epic spiritual battle between good and evil, and safety is of the Lord. This is Truth Dealer Radio. Warning believers to wake up and be sober. Encouraging believers to stand on the word of God. And motivating believers to be truth dealers with a bold witness for Jesus Christ in these end times. That's a one, two. And now the host of Truth Dealer Radio, Brian Moonen. It's Truth O'Clock. Praise God. Welcome back to Truth Dealer Radio, where no matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. I'm Brian Moonen, and I'm sounding the alarm, asking you to wake up and join the battle for truth. The truth is God's word, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart, Hebrews 4.12. The word of God, that's right, is alive. That's what quick means powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing, so it's it's affecting the, the physical and the spirit and the soul. The Word of God is here. It shines a light. It shines the truth into this dark, evil world. Amen. Thank you. I'm glad to be back today. Safety is of the Lord is the name of today's show, and I was praying the other night, and God was just reminding me about a lot of amazing things in his word, times that God's enemies, they always think that they're winning, right? They they have a, a false sense of security. They are deceived by Satan, and God has them in derision, and God will have them in derision. Amen. God shows up on time, and he doesn't always do it the way we think it's going to happen. I wonder why. We're not God, okay? But God is there. And these enemies of Jesus Christ repeatedly and always think they have the upper hand. They are always deceived by the devil, and they are always shown by God who really is surrounded, and it's them. Amen. They are surrounded. Amen. God, God himself with no angels, no believers, God himself would surround any army that anyone could create or amass. But certainly a believer who has placed their faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who has been accepted in the beloved, someone who is a member of the body of Christ, being born again of incorruptible seed, a beloved child of God who prays and asks his heavenly Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That person and God is a majority against anyone, no matter what power they have or have been given or have been allowed. We're going to go through the scriptures and just look at a couple examples that I find encouraging Amen. For instance, just one believer in Jesus Christ can never be outnumbered because God is omniscient, 
all-knowing, and all-powerful, almighty to save. And so whatever God's will is, is what shall be performed. In the past, when there have been martyrs, that was the time, that was the place. God provided through his grace the way for them to make it through that experience. And that was the time for them to go and leave this world and have a testimony of faith in Christ up to the very end. And we will see them in heaven. Amen. In Exodus 14, at the Red Sea, the children of Israel were pursued. They had nowhere to escape. But God made a way and surrounded his enemies with water. Amen. And what happened? He drowned them all. God surrounded them. God had them in confusion, in derision. And God saved, as Moses said, see the salvation of the Lord. Exodus 14, starting in verse 5, And it was told the king of Egypt that the people fled, and the heart of Pharaoh and of his servants was turned against the people. And they said, Why have we done this, that we have let Israel go from serving us? And he made ready his chariot and, he, and took his people with him. And he took 600 chosen chariots and all the chariots of Egypt and captains over every one of them. And the Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued after the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with a high hand. But the Egyptians pursued after them all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh and his horsemen and his army and overtook them encamping by the sea beside Pi-Hahiroth before Baal-Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew nigh, the children of Israel lift up their eyes and behold, the Egyptians marched after them and they were sore afraid. And the children of Israel cried out unto the Lord. And they said unto Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, Hast thou taken us away to die in the wilderness? Wherefore hast thou dealt thus with us to carry us forth out of Egypt? Is not this the word that we did tell thee in Egypt, saying, Let us alone, that we may serve the Egyptians? For it had been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. And Moses said unto the people, Fear ye not, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord." which he will show you today. For the Egyptians whom ye have seen today, ye shall see them again no more forever. The Lord shall fight for you, and ye shall hold your peace. And the Lord said unto Moses, Wherefore criest thou unto me? Speak unto the children of Israel, that they go forward. Lift up thy rod, and stretch out thine hand over the sea, and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. And I, behold, I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians, and they shall follow them. And I will get me honor upon Pharaoh, and upon all his host, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen." And the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord. When I have gotten me honor upon Pharaoh, upon his chariots, and upon his horsemen, 
And the angel of God, which went before the camp of Israel, removed and went behind them. And the pillar of the cloud went from before their face and stood behind them. And it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. And it was a cloud and darkness to them, but it gave light by night, so that the one came not near the other all the night. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea, and the Lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night, and made the sea dry land, and the waters were divided. And the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea upon the dry ground, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went in after them to the midst of the sea, even all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. And it came to pass that in the morning, which the Lord looked unto the host of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and of the cloud, and troubled the host of the Egyptians, and took off their chariot wheels, that they drave them heavily, so that the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fighteth for them against the Egyptians. And the Lord said unto Moses, Stretch out thine hand over the sea, that the waters may come again upon the Egyptians, upon their chariots, and upon their horsemen. And Moses stretched forth his hand over the sea, and the sea returned to his strength. When the morning appeared, and the Egyptians fled against it, and the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. And the waters returned and covered the chariots and the horsemen and all the host of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. There remained not so much as one of them. But the children of Israel walked upon dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall unto them on their right hand and on their left. Thus the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians. And Israel saw the Egyptians dead upon the seashore. And Israel saw that great work which the Lord did upon the Egyptians. And the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Praise God. Amen. And now I just want to read some from the next chapter because this is the song that Moses and the children of Israel sang unto the Lord. Then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord, and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he hath triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider hath he thrown into the sea. The Lord is my strength and song, and he is become my salvation. He is my God and I will prepare him a habitation. My father's God, and I will exalt him. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and his host hath he cast into the sea. His chosen captains are also drowned in the Red Sea. The depths have covered them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. Thy right hand, O Lord, is become glorious in power. Thy right hand, O Lord, hath dashed in pieces the enemy. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overthrown them that rose up against thee. Thou sentest forth thy wrath, which consumed them as stubble. 
And with the blast of thy nostrils, the waters were gathered together. The floods stood upright as a heap, and the depths were congealed in the heart of the sea. The enemy said, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall destroy them. Thou didst blow with thy wind. The sea covered them. They sank as lead in the mighty waters. Who is like unto thee, O Lord, among the gods? Who is like thee, glorious in holiness, fearful in praises, doing wonders, Thou stretchest out thy right hand, the earth swallowed them. Thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Thou hast guided them in thy strength unto thy holy habitation. The people shall hear and be afraid. Sorrow shall take hold on the inhabitants of Palestina. Then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall melt away. Fear and dread shall fall upon them. By the greatness of thine arm, they shall be as still as a stone. Till thy people pass over, O Lord, till the people pass over which thou hast purchased. Thou shalt bring them in and plant them in the mountain of thine inheritance, in the place, O Lord, which thou hast made for thee to dwell in, in the sanctuary, O Lord, which thy hands have established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. For the horse of Pharaoh went in with the chariots and with his horsemen into the sea, and the Lord brought again the waters of the sea upon them. But the children of Israel went on dry land in the midst of the sea. Praise God. Amazing, amazing miracle. One of the miracles of all time since creation. And that's how it went down. And these people thought they were going to destroy all the children of Israel. And the reverse is what actually happened. Praise Jesus Christ. Praise God. They thought wrong, didn't they? All God's enemies think wrong. That's why they lose. Amen. In Daniel chapter 3, believers in the one true living God were threatened by uh, King Nebuchadnezzar. And they were, they were surrounded by God's enemies. But God surrounded them and walked with them in the fire. And one of the things when we read this one in Daniel chapter 3, notice God didn't stop them from heating the fire up. Take note. <laughs> they were meant to go through the fire. And the Son of God was with them. And their testimony caused the king to send out a decree. They got told what time it was. They got a reminder of who God really is. Amen? And he, God didn't stop them from heating up the fire. God didn't stop them from throwing them in the fire. 
God protected them through a fire that may have been one of the hottest ones that's ever been in those circumstances. Praise God. Let's go to Daniel chapter 3. Daniel chapter 3. Nebuchadnezzar the king made an image of gold, whose height was three score cubits and the breadth thereof six cubits. He set it up in the plain of Dura, in the province of Babylon. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king said to gather together the princes, the governors, and the captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces to come to the dedication of the image which Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Then the princes, the governors, and captains, the judges, the treasurers, the counselors, the sheriffs, and all the rulers of the provinces were gathered together unto the dedication of the image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up, and they stood before the image that Nebuchadnezzar had set up. Then a herald cried aloud, To you it is commanded, O people, nations, and languages, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king hath set up. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, shall the same hour be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. Therefore, at that time, when all the people heard the sound of the coronet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and all kinds of music, all the people, the nations, and the languages fell down and worshipped the golden image that Nebuchadnezzar the king had set up. Wherefore, at that time, certain Chaldeans came near and accused the Jews. They spake and said to the king Nebuchadnezzar, O king, live forever. Thou, O king, hast made a decree that every man that shall hear the sound of the coronet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, shall fall down and worship the golden image. And whoso falleth not down and worshipeth, that he should be cast into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. There are certain Jews whom thou hast set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. These men, O king, have not regarded thee. They serve not thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then Nebuchadnezzar, in his rage and fury, commanded to bring Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Then they brought these men before the king. Nebuchadnezzar spake and said unto them, Is it true, O Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? Do ye not serve my gods, nor worship the golden image which I have set up? Now, if ye be ready, that at what time ye hear the sound of the cornet, flute, harp, sackbut, psaltery, and dulcimer, and all kinds of music, ye fall down and worship the image which I have made? Well, but if ye worship not, ye shall be cast the same hour into the midst of a burning, fiery furnace. And who is that God that shall deliver you out of my hands? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego answered and said to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, we are not careful to answer thee in this matter. 
If it be so, our God, whom we serve, is able to deliver us from the burning, fiery furnace, and he will deliver us out of thine hand, O king. But if not, be it known unto thee, O king, that we will not serve thy gods, nor worship the golden image which thou hast set up. Then was Nebuchadnezzar full of fury, and the form of his visage was changed against Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Therefore he spake and commanded that they should heat the furnace one seven times more than it was wont to be heat. And he commanded the most mighty men that were in his army to bind Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and to cast them into the burning fiery furnace. Then these men were bound in their coats, their hosen, and their hats, and their other garments, and were cast into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Therefore, because the king's command was urgent, and the furnace exceeding hot, the flame of the fire slew those men that took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell down bound into the midst of the burning fiery furnace. Then Nebuchadnezzar the king was astonied and rose up in haste and spake and said unto his counselors, Did not we cast three men bound into the midst of the fire? They answered and said unto the king, True, O king. And he answered and said, Lo, I see four men loose walking in the midst of the fire, and they have no hurt. And the form of the fourth is like the Son of God. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the mouth of the burning fiery furnace and spake and said, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, these servants of the Most High God, come forth and come hither. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came forth of the midst of the fire. And the princes, governors, and captains, and the king's counselors, being gathered together, saw these men upon whose bodies the fire had no power nor was a hair of their head singed, neither were their coats changed, nor the smell of fire had passed on them. Then Nebuchadnezzar spake and said, Blessed be the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who hath sent his angel and delivered his servants that trusted in him, and have changed the king's word and yielded their bodies, that they might not serve nor worship any god except their own god. Therefore, I make a decree that every people, nation, and language which speak anything amiss against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego shall be cut in pieces, and their houses shall be made a dunghill, because there is no other God that can deliver after this sort. <laughs> Amen. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Praise God. That is some truth. Amen. It's too bad the nations of today, that they think they're going, it's kind of hilarious actually, they're repeating the mistakes of Babylon, but they won't listen to what the king of Babylon ended up figuring out, what he decreed. They're not following his orders here. He said the only true living God, you're going to be cut in pieces if you go against him. You're going to be condemned. You're going to be damned if you go against him. Amen. You're going to be in the real fire, the lake of fire, if you go against him. And amen, it is 
oh, this part. There is no other God that can deliver after this sort. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. There is no other God that can deliver after this sort. God's enemies always think they got it going on. They think they're down to, we got them. We're throwing them in the, see, there they go. We just threw them in the fire. They're in there. Wait a minute. Didn't we just, <laughs> it's just like, it changes just like that. Hold on. God is outside of your little game. God is above you. <laughs> and as they said to the king, God, we know God can deliver us, but they also realized maybe it was their time. Maybe God was going to let them go in the fire and they're going to go to heaven. They were okay with it either way because they said, we're not bowing down to your golden statue, king. We're not doing it. We serve the living God. Praise God. We serve the Lord Jesus Christ. And come what may, you might think we're surrounded, but we're not surrounded. We're surrendered. Amen? We're surrendered to whatever God's will is for us. You're surrounded by God in his omniscience, by his will, by his purpose, by his holy angels. And the Holy Spirit will tell us what to do. And what we're commanded to do is to submit to God, amen? Not to the king who wants us to bow down and worship his satanic image of gold. Praise God. In 2 Kings chapter 6, Elisha and his servant were surrounded by God's army of angels with chariots of fire. <laughs> the bad enemies of God happened to be between them and God's army. And God allowed them to see that amazing sight and encouraged their faith. Amen. And we can be encouraged. Let's read about it. Second Kings chapter six, starting in verse eight. Then the king of Syria, another king. <laughs> Second Kings chapter six, starting in verse eight. Then the king of Syria warred against Israel and took counsel with his servants, saying, In such and such a place shall be my camp. And the man of God sent unto the king of Israel, saying, Beware that thou pass not such a place, for thither the Syrians are come down. And the king of Israel sent to the place which the man of God told him and warned him of, and saved himself there that not once nor twice. Therefore the heart of the king of Syria was sore troubled for this thing, and he called his servants and said unto them, Will ye not show me which of us is for the king of Israel? And one of his servants said, None, my lord, O king, but Elisha, the prophet that is in Israel, telleth the king of Israel the words that thou speakest in thy bedchamber. And he said, Go and spy where he is, that I may send and fetch him. And it was told him, saying, Behold, he is in Dothan. Therefore sent he hither horses and chariots and a great host. And they came by night and compassed the city about. See, they surrounded, surrounded the whole city because the man of God, the Lord was showing him what was being planned by the enemy. 
And the enemy didn't like that. So they're going to surround the city. Always a big show of force. And when the servant of the man of God was risen early and gone forth, behold, a host compassed the city both with horses and chariots. And his servant said unto him, Alas, my master, how shall we do? And he answered, Fear not, for they that be with us are more than they that be with them. And Elisha prayed and said, Lord, I pray thee, open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man, and he saw. And behold, the mountain was full of horses and chariots of fire round about Elisha. And when they came down to him, Elisha prayed unto the Lord and said, Smite this people, I pray thee, with blindness. And he smote them with blindness, according to the word of Elisha. And Elisha said unto them, This is not the way, neither is this the city. Follow me, and I will bring you to the man whom you seek. <laughs> but he led them to Samaria. <laughs> and it came to pass when they were come into Samaria, that Elisha said, Lord, open the eyes of these men that they may see. And the Lord opened their eyes, and they saw. And behold, they were in the midst of Samaria. And the king of Israel said unto Elisha, when he saw them, My father, shall I smite them? Shall I smite them? And he answered, Thou shalt not smite them. Wouldest thou smite those whom thou hast taken captive with thy sword and with thy bow? Set bread and water before them, that they may eat and drink and go to their master. Praise God. I mean, this is so Christ-like. He wants, Jesus doesn't want to destroy these people. You've already captured them. You've made a fool out of them. And now you're showing them the truth. You want to show them who God is. Amen? Jesus said to give bread and water to your enemies, right? And he prepared great provision for them. And when they had eaten and drunk, he sent them away and they went to their master. So the bands of Syria came no more into the land of Israel. They weren't going to mess with them. They were not going to mess with them anymore. And you see, by treating them kind and then sending them back on their way, they're going to go back and tell what happened and give glory to the God of Israel and say, that man of God, Elisha, God's power is on them. You better not mess with them. And this is how God's, the fear of the Lord will spread by these miracles being done. And our faith is encouraged by these stories. Amen? I think that's where I'm going to leave it for this episode because I think this is going to be a two-part episode. Safety is of the Lord. I just want to encourage you with everything that's going on in the world. If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, turn to him. He already knows what's in your heart. Confess your sins to him. Put all your faith and trust in him. He is the son of God that was in the fire with that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. He was born of a virgin. He died on the cross for our sins. He never sinned himself. He was perfectly holy. He is holy. He died on the cross 
to pay for your sins. And he was buried and he rose again on the third day and he's alive. He's in heaven at the right, seated at the right hand of God and he's coming again soon to judge the living and the dead. He's coming again soon. And you can know him. Just talk to him. Ask him to reveal himself through your word. And if you have questions and you need a Bible or anything like that, you can write to me, Brian at truthdealer-radio.com. Love you all. Thank you for listening. I hope you tune in again next time. God bless you. Be strong in the Lord. Truth Dealer Radio. No matter what time zone you're in, it's Truth O'Clock. TruthDealerRadio.com. You keep talking about Jesus. Some folks out there just might be listening. Truth Dealer Radio is listener supported. If you are led to support this ministry, there is a way to do that at truthdealer-radio.com. Did you know that Big Apple Music has been in business for over 40 years? They have a great selection of guitars, amps, drums, keyboards, digital pianos, and much more. Did you also know that they offer music lessons right here locally, and they rent instruments? Their experienced staff can also repair instruments and sound systems. Located on Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford, open Monday through Friday, 9 to 9, and Saturday, 9 to 6. That's Big Apple Music, Seneca Turnpike in New Hartford.